Let me light up officially. Light up to start yeah. the podcast. Here we go, Lil Wayne in the building. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. I use we might use this, but uh, Jill said she wasn't watching the game with me because she was at home. So she called me while I was watching the game. You know, we losing bigger fucking up, and she's like, "What is he doing so bad?" And I was like. I couldn't put my finger on it. <laughs> like, he just fucking up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everything, man. He didn't. Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait to say. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, to... Just, let's get into it, man. This is the quintessential Browns podcast. It's just like some wild pit bull dog. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Quintessential Browns podcast. I am Yusuf Ali, and that's my other host. I'm not going to say co-host no more. I'm just going to say other host. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Uh, but, yeah, Jake Solomon here. And we are in this bitch. Um, if you notice, I got to talk to the uh, to the QB peers. If you, if you notice the podcast art this week, it is a split between Quintessential Browns podcast cover art and Meldrick Moment cover art. I just didn't want the people to get confused and think like, wait a minute, what's going on here when they go to the site or see Meldrick Moment? So now people should know by now it is two podcasts under one umbrella. So that's hence trying to clear up the confusion, hence the uh, Meldrick Moment title, even though it's Queen of Central Browns podcast you're listening to. This is brought to you by Meldrick Moments and Sports Drink. There you go. That's how you do that. Wow, beautifully but, uh, said. Yeah, man, this was um, it could have been even though they told us before the game we were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So like, what are we? What are we even playing for? And this could have been a good, a great spoiler game because it turned out to be Big Ben last home game, and I knew they was gonna have all the banners and towels and jerseys and signs, and I really was hoping to get to spoil that, man, to send a whole bunch of those Pittsburgh people home mad with all that shit they got to put back in the car. But it did not happen that way, man. Yeah. uh, You know, spoiler or not, like, we always want to be the Steelers. Like, I always – that's usually what we look forward to every year. Like, that – this is our biggest game. This is our Super Bowl. And Mm -hmm. uh, we did not – look like we were ready to play at all even mm-hmm. though the, the game was kind of close we just you know if you look at the Steelers players and I mean obviously they're they're playing for Ben so they, they probably did have a little bit more uh you know to play for and they all you know they also are fighting for a, a spot somehow um you know it, it we didn't it didn't look like we were interested in and playing football. I didn't see a lot of intensity. I think the most amount of intensity I saw was Jadeveon Clowney tossing that dude's shoe. And outside of that, I'm not really sure what intensity we showed. It was very disappointing. Well, we're going to try to get something out of this shit because that's what we're here to do, QBP, is we got we to gotta talk about it. That's our job. So... Without further ado, which I still don't, still got to figure out what ado is. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and start the podcast. Week 17, 
versus Pittsburgh Steelers. It was Steelers week, and we hate those guys. And it was Big Ben's last game. A whole lot of motivation to beat them. So we're going to show them what we got, right? We showed them. Let's hear it. Um, you know, it's tough. Anytime you throw four, uh, you throw three, you throw one in the game, you feel terrible. At the end of the day, we can't turn the ball over. He knows confidence, you know, won't waver. Our defense is at the bottom of the league. Um, but you guys have had some struggles running against them. Why do you think that is? Um, you know, they're good up front. Of any game we play, it shouldn't affect what we're trying to do. You know, whether it's Ben's last game, whatever situation, our our level in terms of how we play. So, preparation for us. So today is when we get to work on our first and second down. Big game. Uh, we know what's at stake. We know the team. We're looking forward to the opportunity to go uh, to Heinz Field Monday Night Football and compete against a really good team. We've been inconsistent uh, coaches. We've been instantly uh, done it at a high level. We're just searching for that consistency. It takes all of us uh, to to do our job. Um. See what had happened. Man, I took down some notes, but again, we really don't need them. Ugh. All this shit that happened, anything that was good happened, it was very few and in between. So it wasn't like I had to write down a whole bunch of shit. Because it was a shitty game on both sides. Well, I ain't going to say both sides. I mean, when I say both sides, I mean offensively for both teams. It wasn't a lot of sparks. The defense showed up. Yeah. For the most part, we showed up. We showed up. Somehow they put 26 points. That last touchdown <laughs> yeah. was just the worst. But 
We showed yeah. up for the most part. For for the most part, we did. I think I think it was very obvious that Miles Garrett was hurt. He he didn't seem to have the same kind of uh, jump as we're used to seeing Miles Garrett have. And I, I honestly won't be surprised if they if they shut him down for next week. Um, mm-hmm. Just given how how much of a, a pillar he is to our defense and our team in the future going forward. So. Uh, but as you said, I mean, offensively, at least from a passing standpoint, uh, wow, that was pretty bad. Big Ben mm-hmm. had 123 yards, two On 40 pumps, 40 some passes, right? 46 passes. That's 2.7 per pass, 2.7 yards per pass. And Baker had 185 yards on 38 attempts, which was worse. He had a worse QBR than Ben Roethlisberger. It's 123 yards, which is crazy and very sad. Well, his, his, the, the reason that that's even such an even shittier fact is because he shouldn't even have – he should have had less yards than Ben Roethlisberger. This should have been like that Patriots-Bills game where Josh Allen, I mean, where Mac Jones only – the ball fucking three times. This should have been uh, all Nick Chubb and DJ and even was third or second to last ranked defense in the whole run defense in the whole league, and we throwing the ball on first down. Not just once, not just every now and then. Routinely throwing the ball on first down. That was a slap in the face. I, I was I was looking at Twitter, and most of the times when I tweet, I just look at my like I tweet my tweet, and then I put it right back on the blank screen. I don't want to read nobody else's tweets or nothing like that. But every now and then I scroll, and when Baker went through that ten straight incompletion thing, I'm talking about. I saw nine tweets in a row. I don't know if Twitter did like that on purpose. Nine tweets in a row said. Some alluded to Nick Chubb being on the team. It, it was unbelievable how many people, how blatantly, like just how how ridiculously noticeable it was that we weren't running the ball, and it was just really bad coaching. That's when you start questioning the coach. You can't even blame Baker for that. I mean, he they the coach told him to throw the ball ten times in a row. I mean, yeah, that I, that it's. <laughs> You know, if it's one thing to be like as a coaching staff and organization, like if you're trying like we obviously love Nick Chubb. We, you know, love having him on the team. He's an amazing running back. Um, and if, if you are trying to just save him, I don't know, for for next season. And maybe that's why you go and give him the, those few carries. And, and maybe the the nerds in Berea are trying to get as many data points on Baker as they can. But I don't I don't know if that's why. If they're like, go ahead and just throw and we'll see what we got before we go into the offseason. I, I don't know if that was their approach, but if it if it wasn't, then this was just a really poorly executed game plan. Um and really just disappointing. I I, I it just we talk about it so often, but like at, you know Outside of our first drives, it just seems like we don't really have a plan, and we we just we 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 don't know how to adjust, and that's what I'm with this team. In this situation we was in, with our running back and our so-called 
top line, top offensive line, he's supposed to do strictly straight run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass, all the way down the field the whole time. Nick was going to get you eight or nine yards and two carries for sure. All them possible third and shorts we could have had, converted, converted, maybe get a field goal this drive, maybe get a touchdown this drive. But he kept the dude kept throwing himself into third and long situations and getting sacked and batting the ball down. And the batted balls, that's not his fault. I mean, that's just a savvy fucking defender. Like on that one when they showed TJ Watt just crouching and fucking waiting and watching his face. You really can't do nothing about that's just fucking what can you do? You I guess you can try to do a pump fake. You can you try to look off. You do a pump fake, man. If you know that I guess you're right, you're right. It is something you, you can do. do it is something you can do. And this comes it's down to coaching. This is a coaching thing, man. You know that line, Baltimore's line, all, you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore specifically, like they're no dummies. Tomlin and Harbaugh know what they're doing. And their players mm-hmm. are if you ever watch them in the past, that's what they do. They're super active on the defensive line. They're always looking at the quarterback. They're going to rush as well. Mm-hmm. And you have T.J. Watt. He's probably going to be defensive player of the year. And, of course, he's going to mm-hmm. scare Baker down. And as Baker, you got to know he's going to do that. And if Baker doesn't know, the coach has to know. He's got to tell him that shit. So it's very frustrating to see this happen multiple times, getting sacked nine times. They are not all his fault. Some of them were for holding on the ball for too long. But at the same time, yeah. man, as a coach, we didn't we didn't do any screens yesterday. We didn't help out our, our right tackle, whoever the hell he came from. Uh, a lot of a lot of problems that I think start at the top with coaching. Baker did not play great, and you, I mean, I'm not looking past that at all. But we've we've mounted so much on Baker, and I, you have to put some blame on Stefanski for not being able to draw up a good game plan and, and building to his team's strengths and coaching up Baker enough to do a fucking pump fake when you have T.J. Watt coming on you, you know, on that right yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, as soon as I said it, I knew what I, what he could do. As soon as I said, what can you do, that's exactly what you can do <laughs> is pump fake. And if you can't pump fake, you at least don't stare down your receiver. So, and that's just shit that, you know, talented quarterbacks, you don't have to tell them that. They notice. They right. just know. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's what sets Baker apart from the elite quarterbacks. And getting sacked, like you say, holding the ball too long. That's just shit that you have to know, that you have to have that sense as a quarterback that this motherfucker is coming. I got to throw this. Like, I heard people saying you can't take a sack in this situation. You got to know when to throw the ball. Just launch that bitch towards the sideline, out of bounds. Don't take a sack. But but he just don't. That's just not. Baker is good for being gritty and, 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 eager to prove and chip on his shoulder, but he just not – he like Russell Westbrook. He just don't make the best decisions sometimes. All this year I've been saying shit like contract year. That's why he's doing all this shit. I didn't realize that it's technically not. They technically – he can just play out next year at the same yeah. pay rate. So technically next year is his contract year. So all this really, really is unnecessary that he's doing. It really, it really just – like I see, like you say, why is he even in the game right now? He hurt. We got nothing to play for. Is they trying to pad his stats? I don't know what the fuck is going on. But now when I realize it's not even a contract yet, why the fuck is he even in this particular game? Like It, it doesn't make sense. After we were out of the playoffs, if you if, – No, you say, I'm hurt. I'm fucked up. I'm all – y'all don't know how fucked up I am. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if we think that Baker's the guy, then 
you why wouldn't you sit him for this game? Like why why right. not have your seven million dollar a year uh, backup come in then? And you know, I I don't doubt that Baker's injuries have hurt him, but there has been a lot of and like everybody has been saying, like there's a lot of uh, decision making that has not been on point. And it, yeah, there's throws that he's he's missed quite a bit, but there's just a lot of throws and that there's a lot of clips from last night in particular where you see open guys and he's not going to them or he's letting the pocket collapse. And that's why those nine sacks are there because he, he can't feel that pressure when it's coming in. He's not stepping up and he's not kind of rolling out when he should. I don't know what happened to him this year, but he <laughs> he was so off. And the whole time, like with Baker, I've never been like, this is our guy for sure. I've I've rooted for him, but I, I've always had kind of one foot on the ground with him. Maybe mm-hmm. because I, maybe mm-hmm. because I've seen it before so many times as a Browns fan. Yeah, but yeah, that's what that we just traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what ties from you traumatized like I am for like every other Browns fan about the, the uncertainty at the quarterback position. And this is a guy, especially after last year, we thought, okay, well, we might have finally found somebody that can do something. At least yeah. get us to the playoffs. And that's what he did. And goals was, okay, we got to the first round, so let's at least get back to the first round. People had us in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was like, I just want to at least get back to the first round. Yep. And he do it. He did what he did. But another thing yesterday, it was some clutch drops. Yeah. A lion shared. I give him 60% of the blame, his play and his decision-making. But other than that, I give another 20, 20 to – I give 30 – to the coaching and 10, no, 20 to the coaching and 20 more to the drops. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. the that's the blame pie. That's how I'm splitting up my blame pie. <laughs> I've, I've never been more frustrated with Austin Hooper, man. That guy is. He's been not, solid up until yesterday. He was fucking up. He, he's he's had some big drops this year. I wonder if he's had the most on the team. We got any more takeaways. We gave up a lot of sacks. That was terrible. Nice. The, again, the batter passes five in total. I thought at some point Baker was gonna start rolling the ball to the fucking receivers. <laughs> it's fucked up. It was the, I would say the most fucked up takeaway is the lack of running against a non, you know, a, a terrible, a known terrible run defense. Mm-hmm. And we just what do you have? Fifteen yard runs, fourteen carries, something stupid like that. Yeah, so Nick that's that's the biggest years. takeaway. And that was all on coaching. That was that was one thousand percent the coach's fault to have. Baker throwing the ball on first down. That wasn't Baker. Now, when Baker did, when he had to throw the ball on first down, sometimes it was his fault. Sometimes it was just good defense. Sometimes it's like they dropped the fucking ball. But the the point is, he shouldn't have been throwing on first down in the first place at all, ever, this whole entire game. Maybe the first play of the game, maybe. Other than that, should have been run, run, pass, just like I do on Madden. Run, run, <laughs> pass, run, run, pass. You got a play action, t- t- like, you know, play action type of talent. So do some play actions, maybe on second down if you want to pass it. But run, run, pass, run, run, pass. These, oh, God. And again, and I, I know I sound like a broken record, but we, we just did not do as much boot, as many bootlegs this year. We didn't do a lot of, we didn't get Baker out of the pocket that much. And I feel like, that's just you know he's so good outside of the pocket and i don't i just don't think he's a a great pocket passer i don't think he could feel the rush i don't yeah, think he's he, too small he, he's a little man he's a little smaller than yeah. most 
or what is a typical quarterback. And especially if you're not running, you know, if you're not a Lamar Jackson and you're not, you know, getting outside the pocket easily. And it was, uh, it Lamar was Jack- what Lamar Jackson about six, three, something like that. I feel so like, he can man, stand in the pocket. Four. Yeah, he and he will. Lamar Jackson will. He's definitely, uh, especially as he's matured, he's definitely been more, uh, more, more stable. Baker, when he's little, he like Kyler and 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 Russell and and Russell Wilson. I don't, I don't know if that's realistic for him to come here. Same thing with like Aaron Rodgers and maybe even Deshaun Watson. I I don't know. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, especially if they have. You know, if it's a trade we'd have to do, I, I don't know if uh, – I don't think they'd want to come here. I don't think we – I don't I don't think we showed enough, like you said, our receiving core. We we have some, you know, good tight ends, I guess. But we have Juice and I, I guess DPJ, but – DPJ was he, – he had a drop or two yesterday, but for the, he had some good catches too. He had like a 22-yard catch. He had like a 30-some-yard catch. So I mean, he 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 DBJ. I like DBJ. I'm not giving up on DBJ at all. Yeah, no. I hope I, he come back. Yeah, I, I think he'll be he'll be solid for us. I, to your question, now if we move Higgins next year, I wouldn't oh, yeah. be mad. Higgins, I think is is gone. He was on a one year deal, and man, what a what a mystery that guy is. He was he was benched a few games, or you know he didn't he didn't dress for at least one. I. I don't understand that. I don't. I don't think Russell Wilson. I don't really see us getting another quarterback, a proven quarterback. I just don't see that happening. Uh, Not next year. I don't see us getting anybody next year. I think we're gonna have to deal with what we got one more year, and maybe they can bring in another another number two receiver or maybe even a number one if they get rid of Jarvis. I don't know. I that's the that's the thing about the Browns and football in general. I don't give a fuck who we got. Just as long as these motherfuckers want to play and 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 fucking play hard and catch the ball when they're supposed to catch it and all this type of shit. Like, I never heard of DPJ and but I do not I know who he is now. So right. I like him. So we get a couple more unheard of motherfuckers that just want to play. I don't give a fuck. I <laughs> You know we need to we need to keep at least one of those running backs. We got to make sure we keep Nick Chubb, and I wouldn't mind keeping Hunt. And I wouldn't mind keeping D and DJ, but we got I you know, well. So. We we re-signed Nick Chubb. We gave him like a three-year extension, uh, and then I think Kareem got a two-year extension. So our, our running back should be locked up. I guess that's the, all the takeaways from this shitty game. We weren't allowed. We weren't able. I say I was about to say allowed. We weren't able to spoil Big Ben's retirement. So, in fact, we probably we just made him even more legendary, just just because dude got that interception and made him uh, allowed him to come back out one more time and all that bullshit. That was really that was I was so mad about that. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Was Even though it was a slim, slim chance, slim to none chance of winning that game. Even if we did get that stop on third down on fucking, on, on fucking, uh, what's his last name? Harris. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he was gone, man. Yeah. That dude was gone. He went all the way and just fucking scored. And it was like, well, it's the little, the tiny slither. 
slither type tiny tiny minuscule slither of hope we had was gone for good. <laughs> yep. All he needed to do, all he needed was a first. All he needed was a first. This motherfucker just ran, went ahead and scored. You motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all bad. All bad. Mm-hmm. All the time. I am glad to see him gone. I don't care who they get next year. Fuck being Roethlisberger. He, he was solid. He, he won a couple Super Bowls, but other than that, fuck that dude. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Yeah. The metaphor of the week. How did it feel watching the motherfucking Steelers game? A game in which we had nothing to play, nothing to lose, and really no reason to win other than trying to play spoiler. And we didn't. We actually was very inept. Uh, we, We scored a couple times. One time a little too, little too late. So it gave us like this false excitement. So dating a girl that got a kid, right? And you're already mad that she got a kid. So that's that's the disappointment. It, you really you didn't know she had a kid. Like you you met her at the club. Somehow it didn't come up. That whole night y'all went home and fucked. But she got a kid. So now you're disappointed. Mm, like breeder. Yeah. Then you find out that the baby daddy is fighting for custody. He want he want to be a part of this kid's life. Mm. And you like, oh well, shit! Since I just met this girl, and I don't want to be no fucking stepdad, you know, maybe he can win, and maybe he'll win full custody, and I won't have to see the kid no more. So now you got a slither of hope. But then this motherfucker get. Arrested in court when some fucking crack fall out of his pocket. Mm. And now not only is he not getting no custody, he going to jail, so she got full full custody. Now the kids are gonna be there on the weekends also. So now you're like, fuck. Now it's the ultimate disappointment. And so that's how I was like watching this game. <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. Man. Yes. Yeah, Stuck with this fucking step kid. Damn. Or you can leave. But you don't want to leave because she got a good job. She got AC. Mm. She can cook. She can cook. She's got it all, you know. It's, she, it's and she got an IUD. So uh, you like, fuck. <laughs> can't leave that. That's can't a, leave, the whole man. package right there. Except yeah. for the kids. Except for the kids. Damn. God damn. <laughs> hmm. Uh, see, this game was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Never, they never did what I wanted them to do. Mm-mm. I, uh, I guess I say this game was uh, a lot like uh, this game was a lot like having a puppy. It was very frustrating. They didn't mm-hmm. listen at all. You told them mm-hmm. what you wanted them to do, but they just did their own thing anyways. Don't piss right there. Right there. They did it right there. I told you not to swallow the tennis ball, yet you swallowed the tennis ball. I told you very specifically to not do that. You had one job. All you had to do, you just you play with these toys, you do this, and then you sleep here. Didn't listen. And then this is what happened. Don't chew my little rubber part on my Xbox controller. 
uh, yeah, I told you not to touch that. And you did this when all my family was in town. I was very excited about you. I was very happy. I was going to show you off. going to feel really good going into the weekend. But no, you don't ruined. eat my edibles. Yeah, don't eat <laughs> It was like having a puppy that just did not listen at all. And then you made, you somehow made this other ugly ass puppy down the hall look better than you. <laughs> Ugly ass puppy that nobody in the whole state likes, and everybody knows it's a bitch ass dog. And then, like, the that, it's got the mains. <laughs> and you made that dog look better than you. Everybody likes that dog more than you. And now I got the worst dog. Mm. You got one of them tongues that don't stick in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest shit when I see those dogs with their tongues that won't go in their mouth. Tongues and like the cock eye, the bulging <laughs> eyes and stuff. Ugly ass dog. Mm. Damn shame. Damn brown. All right, we got to give out a game ball in a loss. Always tough. Always tough. Who I want to give my game ball to? I got, I got, I got an easy one. I'm trying. I guess. I guess I have to give it to fucking Nick Chubb. Shout he had some good Chubb. runs. He had a good, a great stiff arm. Yeah, that was that was pretty, and pretty monstrous. He did what they asked him to do. They just didn't ask him to do it enough. So, wasn't his fault. So I'm gonna give it to Nick again. Uh, I'm gonna. I think this is my second time at least giving it. to Yeah, me. Nick. Nick's had a game ball a few times this season. I'm gonna give mine to Jadavian Clowney. For throwing a shoe, also having two oh, sacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he seemed to be the only one on the defensive line that uh, gave a fuck, or at least produced, anyways. So, um, yeah, I'll go uh, Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, I forgot to talk about Clowney. Clowney had a good game. He did. Um, he did. Stewart got trucked real bad, got like a real bad stiff arm, but then he hit a motherfucker a couple of plays later. Yeah. No, it was true. It wasn't equivalent to the stiff arm, but it hurt. Yep. <laughs> that motherfucker felt it. So, so I, I I still like MJ Stewart. I don't know where he came from, but <laughs> I hope we I hope we, we keep him for next year because I like that guy. I do. We was missing a lot of people too, man. So yeah, I hope we keep him. Defense showed up. I was gonna say for for depth, I think he he is a good player to have. It was nice having Newsom back. He did seem mm-hmm. to get – I don't know. There's a lot of replays that he was pretty pumped about it, but it kind of looked like the receiver dropped it or, like, fell. or And, like, it wasn't necessarily anything he did. That being Yeah, said, but he was just there. He yeah. was there. He was there. Yeah, he I, was there. I give him credit for that. His coverage was was pretty good. But um, – It was doing more than what Greedy been doing. Greedy yeah. left on a, on a pride injury, that yeah. I say. Yeah. I don't think he really hurt. He'll be back fine next week, but – this week he was like, you know what? This is the second week in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta get my shit together. The coaches noticed, like, hey man, why don't you just go ahead on and take the rest of the game off, man? Go <laughs> ahead on. Hey, go you on got that PTO out. left, man. Just go ahead and just, yeah, just, yeah, man. Go just get out of here, man. See the kids. <laughs> what you gotta do. That that's definitely the PTO version of an NFL game. <laughs> or leaving an NFL game. All right, so our game balls went two. 
Nick Chubb and Jadavian Clowney, who I saw a great tweet that said uh, Jadavian Clowney had the best pass of the half, and it was a shoe. And that was <laughs> Who we got? Now, again, QB Pierre for this segment of the show. Jake is referred to Jake the Stat Man. So, who we got this week, Stat Man? Uh, we, we have the Bengals is who we have. We have oh, another the, division game. And uh, we have the AFC North champion Bengals who probably aren't going to play their starters maybe for a half, quarter. I don't know. I'm not sure how they're going to play this one. Um but I would imagine that they'll get some rest and uh, we'll see Kirk Cousins from our, our so, side. So another even more meaningless game than this game would have been because at least last game we had, at least the Steelers game, we, like I said, we had a spoiler to play for, the spoilers, the farewell. This game is not, these guys already did what they had to do. And if they rest players, that's just, They'll let you know that they really don't give a fuck about this game. We, we, y'all can win. We don't give a we don't even want to be here. Yeah. We got our backups playing, y'all. Y'all got jaw <laughs> starters playing because y'all got something to prove. We don't give a fuck. That's is, is what I get from when another team put their backups in. I'm not sure what they're gonna do, but uh <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what to look for. In this game, it's a meaningless. It's a meaningless game. And then they got Joe Mixon, who done played his way out of knocking a girl out, sort of like Kareem Hunt did. <laughs> yeah, Kareem Hunt's. I, I think. I, th- I mean, if you have to choose a better uh, assault, uh, Kareem Hunt's was like a, a kick, you know. But I think Joe Mixon's was a little bit. Worse, not condoning either one yeah, because Kareem's was a kick to the body, right? I think so, right? Yeah, or- so I was like, you know, he get a bruised rib, yeah, <laughs> but he knocked that, he dropped that girl. Joe Mixon punched yeah. that girl like she was a man. <laughs> and again, QB Pierce, we're not condoning any domestic violence, any man, that no, 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 it's no, not no. okay, but it definitely was. Not a slap. That yeah. was a punch. Yeah, no, Joe yeah, Mixon definitely. Was. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> he's he. I guess they say, they can say he's turned his life around, but he just hasn't hit a woman, which you know. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, is, that should be pretty easy to do. Yeah, pretty, yeah. should be easy to do. Most people yeah. don't do that. You should be yeah. able to do that. But he. I mean, that's why he he dropped to them. I think people worry about character issues, so they got us. <laughs> All this being said, they have a solid running back, wide receiver, and quarterback. They definitely have their quarterback, their franchise quarterback. Um, and it's just like I get really sad watching it because I've wanted that for so long. And they've, you know, the the Bengals have already had franchise quarterback. He, he I, yeah, started he, for multiple years. He yeah, I mean. He did play well enough. I don't know if he got an extension, but I mean, it was because of Andy Dalton's play that made Hugh Jackson look so good as this mm-hmm. offensive genius. And mm-hmm. uh, he was the reason he got interviews and you know how that went. But we did beat them last game. I mean, so yeah. if we beat their backups, it won't be, it won't mean shit because we beat them. 
you know, when they was trying. So this game in all ways is no way to look at it other than a fucking waste. And of course they will be the one that's gonna come on Sunday at one o'clock or ten o'clock, like like we need it, like we want it to. Bro, yeah, right. The game that don't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Mm. <laughs> Not the Christmas game. Not the fucking Whatever the game that don't don't give a fuck about it's not. I'm not saying I'm gonna, I'm 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 not gonna watch it, but it's just it's gonna be the most not given. It's gonna feel like I'm watching a preseason game. That's there you go. It's gonna feel like yeah. a preseason game in fucking January, man, which is terrible. That's a terrible feeling, QBPs. So I guess we still gotta give a score. Um, Browns beat the backups, thirty-five. 21. Fuck it. Um, I'll, did you say 35? Yeah, we can score 35 points on eight backups. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, the only other thing is if they, are, if they are not starting backups, if they are trying to get a better seed in the playoffs, and I'm not sure what that looks like right now for them. Um. But if they are playing the backups, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say Browns win a nail biter. But I also think we will not give very many fucks anyway. So I, I'll say the Browns thirty-one, Bengals twenty-one. We should beat these fuckers. Let's do nine Browns person of the week. Uh, at, be- at the beginning of the show, I didn't have one. But as we started talking, I thought of one, and it's pretty simple this week. Um, motherfucking Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Who inspired Devin Por- uh, 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 Kevin <laughs> Porter Jr., who also decided, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my guy. That's my pick of the week. Former Steeler. Antonio A.B. Brown for initially people thinking he quit, but it turns out that they told him he was cut. So he just made a spectacle out of being cut on the sideline. He didn't want to stand there like a professional with his uniform on for the rest of the game, which it was only the third quarter. I get it. Maybe he could have walked back to the locker room on his own on some normal shit. But like, if they're going to cut me and try to play me and embarrass me in front of the team like this on the sideline, then I'm going to show out. And that's what he did. Everybody talking about mental health and he he addicted to social media. No, I mean, all that could be part of it. But it's mostly because he wanted to show out since it's like it's like getting fired and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. And then. Right, yeah, you can't that's fire what that me. Was. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what that was. <laughs> yeah, well, he he was my pick too for for uh, opposing player of the week. That was I've there always wanted to to leave a job like that. It's a fantasy <laughs> of mine to go out like a G uh, at a job. I've never had the opportunity to be like, "Fuck y'all, anyways," and like you know, you guys can suck my dick and all all this stuff. Like yeah, all, yeah. I've always wanted to do that, but. Uh, I yeah, should have done too. it more when I was younger and I had like really shitty gave... part-time jobs that I knew I didn't need anybody there to network mm-hmm. with. 
I worked mm, at Abercrombie. And you gave less man. fucks, and you gave man. less fucks than Ben. Anyway, man, I worked at Abercrombie for three years, Yusuf, and that was my opportunity to be like, "Fuck you, fuck <laughs> you, fuck you. You, you are a bad person. You're a bad person." And I didn't do it. And now I got you know big boy job. I can't do that. I can't do that here. Yeah, man. Making me rethink my fucking career. I should have a. I should have got a regular job, man. This comedy shit. <laughs> Right. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So we agreed that was easy. That was an easy pick. Like I said, he inspired Kevin Porter Jr., who, if you didn't know, give it QB Pierce because this is a Cleveland Browns only podcast. But this guy got Cleveland ties. He used to play for the Cavs or whatever, and now he played for the Rockets. And then he decided at halftime he didn't want to play no more. So I think he went home too. I think. I'm not yeah, sure. I think you went home. Yeah, yeah he said, fuck this shit. <laughs> so, final thoughts. And then we can wrap up this horrible, horrible week versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, let's see. Since it was Baker's final game of the season, my final thoughts will be about Baker uh, for 2021. But Baker... Baker, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna reiterate. He gets he gets six percent of the shitty play this entire season because yesterday summed up his whole season. It was too many unnecessary pass plays, not enough running, uh, some bad decision making at the line, holding the ball too long, some an interception or two, a bad throw or two. And then him just trying to be gritty and then actually looking competent for a drive and scoring, getting the ball in the end zone when we need him to. And so yesterday was a perfect summation of his whole, if that's the right word, season. And, and yep, God damn it, Baker, we're going to give you one more chance contractually. We obligated Mm -hmm. to give you one more chance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, that might be it, man. So, like, we, we you say you was hurt. Okay. All right. Whatever. You were still playing. So, usually people don't count if you playing, you hurt. Because if we would have won 11, 12 games and you was hurt, you wouldn't say you was hurt. But then again, he might be the type that would say, and I was hurt. So, I don't know. I don't know. Who, who knows? But next year, you're going to be healthy. No excuses. No raise. You're going to play for the 19, 20 million as you old. But um, we're going to see what you got. And then maybe if you earn a $40 million week, I mean, year seven or six, then you'll get it. But, yep, that's what it is, man. We'll see you next year, Baker. Case, come on and beat these fucko Bengals for, one last, for the last time this year. Uh, I, I would put more of my final thoughts on Coach Stefanski. Um, Good, let him have it. Let him have it. He he's got to be smarter. He's got to be smarter. You got to coach the guys better. You got to help them out. Baker kind of alluded to it in his conference about helping out that right tackle that you know was obviously inexperienced and getting blown the fuck up by T.J. Watt. Like it just wasn't the right match. If you're not gonna put some help on over there, like they're he's got to be smarter. He's got to be smarter, and it's it, it'll be very interesting to see going into next year if they let. 
Stefanski continue to call plays because this past year, just obviously it did not work. And so um, maybe we don't have an OC. We, we do, but Stefanski calls the plays. Oh, we have an offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt. um, But Stefanski does call the plays, which isn't, you know, that, that is a thing that, will happen in the league it's not yeah the coaches kind of plays yeah it's not super uncommon but it does put more on you in a sense um i mean andy reed i don't think calls plays you know he has you know eric uh bianami yeah he's calling plays so i i would put my focus and final thoughts coach stefanski really disappointed with how he he drew up uh, his game plan or lack thereof for this past game yeah. and, uh, going into week 18, which sounds weird to say, uh, mm-hmm. I want to see, I mean, at this point, I, you know, the zebra can't change the stripes. Uh, <laughs> so do whatever you're going to do. I guess it's more long-term final thoughts is that he needs to get his shit together. Well, there's another one of those, depressing <laughs> podcast for this week. Man, the weeks when we win are such, like, way more colorful. Like, I don't do acid, but I imagine if, like, if this if this podcast was acid, it would just be browns and grays and, and all type of murky colors. <laughs> Definitely not a colorful trip this week. Oh, what a what a fucking shitty game and a shitty way to lose to the Steelers in front of all those fucking Rapies Burger fans. Mm. Yep. This I mean he didn't uh, rape, but he got he got accused. That's enough in in America. They wouldn't let Kobe hear the end of it. So we ain't gonna let fucking Roethlisberger hear he, the end of it. He was accused of rape and settled <laughs> out of court. So I mean, yeah, man. So you do with that information right. what you will. Yeah, we ain't like I say, we ain't let fucking Kobe ride and mm-hmm. all those fucking Kobe fucking haters till he died. So damn right, keep the same energy for Big Ben, piece of shit. Fuck Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking gold Browns. Until next week, this has been the Quintessential Browns podcast. Go Browns, man. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! This is the Yusuf Chicken Hour. Make sure you guys stop back every Monday or Tuesday for more Yusuf Chicken Hour. All right. That was good.